Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. Right here from the palatial 7th Floor Studios in Buckhead, it's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Look out, it is Throwback Thursday on Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy day before Friday to you. Classic Beatles, that's Get Back from 19, gonna say 70, maybe, 69, 69, 70. Number one song this week in 1969. Number nine, that was on uh, the, um, let me see, Let It Be album, I believe. I think that was on a number of albums. I used to be the, I was the sixth Beatle, I thought. Were you? For the longest time. It was John Paul, George, Ringo, Yoko, and then Rick Probst. But have you been in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Like Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Paul's dead, miss him, miss him. uh, You really like that that uh flick didn't you eh, it was good eh? have you it, seen it, it? i haven't i want to here let's adjust your microphone uh, oh, either the you. microphone's growing or you're, or you're over shrinking. 55 think, and you're shrinking <laughs> i think i'm actually shrinking i'm not you? sure what's going on uh, this guy is uh, not shrinking any form or fashion sam collier uh, hopefully in the green room. Did Shamso text you back? Is he she in the did. green room? He's not here yet, mm. but she will let okay. us know when he, he arrives. If he shows up here in seconds, he'll get tea and crumpets. Uh, we right? don't get tea and yeah, crumpets. Wait a yeah, minute. We're, we we're the help here. Okay. We're uh, in our uh-huh. mediocre radio career. No, uh, but uh, Shamso will bring that to him. He's got quite a story. He's a pastor, communicator, author, personality, has a podcast, and a nonprofit, A Greater Story. And uh, I, I, you met him at uh, the Saving Susan. Was it the? Is it called a gala or is it a? Banquet? It was a Saving what? Susan uh, event, or event. Uh, yeah, basically an yeah. event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get to talk to him at all? Or? I did. Yeah, he he was like one of the featured speakers, and he showed a little clip of when he was on the Steve Harvey show, yeah. and yeah, then yeah. spoke about his story, and then I talked to him afterwards, and he's just a really fascinating guy. Well, I'm excited today because we're going to talk about that story, him on his sister Sarah actually wrote to Steve Harvey, Mm -hmm. and they met their biological mom. Now, his adoptive or their adoptive parents uh, were amazing as well, and I watched that on, what did you say that was? It's Vimeo? Vimeo. 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 Right. See, I'm just now getting used to YouTube and uh, Chatterbox and uh, Insta, Insta Pudding. Chatter, Chatterbox. Instagram. That's right. Insta. I'm not sure what's going on. So I was watching that. Yeah. And um, I mean, I Were was, you crying? I was crying. Mm. Yeah. You see where my makeup ran? I, I did. did. See I that? noticed. I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah. yeah. You need so to get a mascara that doesn't run. That's like, right. Waterproof. <laughs> well, lately, because of this weather, I need... Yeah, that's uh, for sure. Eyeliner that doesn't run as well and lipstick. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of the rain. Stuff. I'm sorry. Are you really? I am. Me too. I did see something funny the other day. I was on my way home, 85 North, mm-hmm. somewhere around Pleasant Dale, 
or I call it Unpleasant Dale and <laughs> Unpleasant uh, Hill. Right. Um, and there was a guy pulling a boat in the rain. I'm like, really? does this guy know something we don't know? <laughs> Is his name Noah? <laughs> <laughs> he had a long beard hanging out the, the side of the window. Like, you know, when your dog kind of hangs yeah. himself out of the... Animals were following him uh, behind him, right? Was that Noah? Was that our executive producer, Adam the Beard Samurai <laughs> Man Bun? No you never see them the together. Hollywood. I think it's going to rain. I need uh, an eye examination, Asher. Although I don't think Noah ever had a man bun. So that ah! well, unlike I the Ken dolls, have you, you seen? There. I have. I you have. See the Ken oh, dolls the Ken- yes. are having man buns now. I'm like, I got to grow one again. You know, I I had one, Did a you? man bun. I had a mullet before they were cool back in the eighties, mm-hmm. and then I used to put it in a when I would run or exercise. I'd put it in a. Ponytail. We didn't know what it was called. It wasn't called a man bun, yeah. but we'd put uh-huh. it in a ponytail or, or a man bun. We'd tuck it up under there. So now, see, if mm-hmm. I would have kept that you that hair cool. length, yeah. I could be huge mm-hmm. and popular like Ken. You could be a Ken doll. And Adam Asher, our executive right. producer. Mm-hmm. So do you think that'll stick around? Do you like a man with a man bun? You know, I don't mind the man bun. Mm. You don't? No, I don't. Mm. Okay, if it's you, really in right now. If you had Mr. 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 Wright and Mr. Wright. Okay. Okay. And you had to choose. Uh, both were attractive. Okay. Great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, followed Christ. Right. One was clean cut. The other guy had kind of a scruffy with a man bun. Which one Which one would you lean toward? I think probably the clean cut. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's because yeah. your dad's listening or well. watching. <laughs> Steve caught her right. Steve, could you go get a cup of coffee <laughs> and uh, tell us? I think you're more of the... The tough guy, bad boy image. You I know, think. no, because we can't both wear buns in our hair, right? <laughs> well, you could. I sh- wouldn't like that. No, you could share um, uh, ponytail holders, and uh, you wear the you wear that. the buns in the family. That's right. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Princess Leia always Yesterday said. Yesterday we found out that uh, what was that? <laughs> I said that's what Princess Leia always said. I wear the buns in the family. Yeah, she had two, right? Yeah, One she on had, each. She had cinnamon uh-huh. buns. One yeah. Cinnamon yeah. buns. Yeah. Yeah. Was that was that a wardrobe or was that really her hair made like that? Uh, I would assume it was I would, wardrobe. I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of they hair. I wish I had buns. a box of Krispy Kremes. I would put one on each side. <laughs> I would do a Princess Leia impersonation. Yesterday we found out that uh, that Dan has gluten free buns. That's right. Yes, Thank my God. buns are gluten free. We got mm-hmm. down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of, uh, <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> wow! I didn't even mean for that one. I'm here all week. Well, I hope I am. Uh, Anyway, we've got some books to give away. Uh, The uh, what is it called? Revealing the secrets of heaven or the Mm -hmm. mysteries mysteries. of heaven from Dr. Jeremiah. That's that's uh, coming up. And I'm excited today because Sam's on the show. He's been on Steve Harvey Mm -hmm. and my mom always turns over at 10. Doesn't watch us, but watches Steve today. Hopefully she'll watch us. Did you tell her that Steve has? Yes, Sam has been on uh, on Steve. You know, every night Donna and I, we're old people, right? So we watch Wheel of Fortune mm-hmm. every single <laughs> night. Wow, is that funny to you? Diana, have yeah. you ever watched Wheel of Fortune? I have. Okay. I have. Oh, have a you? few times. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, okay. there's something about it. And uh, last night they had a guy named Jesus on there really? spinning the wheel <laughs> and it was really cuz they had a they had a girl named Christina, uh-huh. which there's Christ in her name, right? right? Then they had Jesus 
And then Mary was the other one. Really? And, and I made I said something to that made my wife laugh. I don't make Donna laugh much anymore. Right. She's used to all the corny jokes. She just probably rolls her eyes now. But Jesus was spinning the wheel, and he spun it so hard, honest to God, his name tag fell off. <laughs> and I said, look, Jesus had a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> Two laughs last night from Donna. Did Pat ever say, Jesus, take the wheel? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll be that here all week. That is so good. That is so good. Where is the it's golf really clap? We don't have the oh, golf Oh, yeah. Let's clap. see. Uh, uh, there, there it is right there. Okay. Anyway, the, the, the studio audience Jesus, is a little slow, so Jesus take the <laughs> Jesus take the take the wheel. Uh, uh, we have. I want to play this clip really quick. Uh, you know, the Arlington shooting was was that last week? And yes. All these things are going on so right. fast and furious. We're past the the election. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. We should hear a hallelujah for that. Hallelujah. Um, but the shooting that was in Arlington mm-hmm. and uh, Congressman uh, Scalise, right? Mm-hmm. Have you heard anything? Is he I've heard he's in fair condition now. He's, he's been fair. upgraded to either fair or stable, one he, or the other. He wasn't was critical, right? Uh, but now he's in fair. So let's continue to pray for him. Bono from U2 yesterday signed a did you see this on television he signed a get well card for mm. him and uh he actually met with uh gop leaders like paul ryan and uh kevin mccarthy mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but he spent a little time there and uh i noticed that the scalise team uh tweeted bono back so Very cool the night before i think they had a concert in arlington here's a clip of what bono said about uh, the shooting and how they're praying for uh, scalise hold on a little tight it's willis you mean through some troubling days here with the shooting in alexandria we are so grateful that congressman scalise and his comrades made it through so grateful we hold there at the end, he says, and we lift them, hmm. we lift them up. So awesome. uh, I appreciate uh, those guys. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Hopefully very soon we'll give a report that he's out mm-hmm. and he's 100% and he's good to go. I'm so excited about this guy. You've met this Sam Collier. I have. Uh, he is a legend. He uh, does so many things. I don't know when this guy sleeps. Let's see if we can get him out of the <laughs> green room and into this studio. We'll be right back with Sam Collier. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. They're in the sweet spot of their mediocre radio careers. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah, it is the uh, Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Friday Eve, day before Friday, whatever you want to call it. We lovingly call this uh, day Throwback Thursday. This is where Dan, the younger of, um, well, actually, he's not the younger of the three That's of right. us. Mm-hmm. But he's the middleman, kind of the uh, the cream in between the Oreo. Yeah. Now I'm hungry again. See, I shouldn't have even <laughs> brought I've been hungry yeah. all, all morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, throwback Thursday where he tries to stump me. That is the Captain and Tennille. Captain and Tennille, who yeah. are no longer married. Remember I brought I brought that That's up right. to you yeah. before. So, uh, but they're living happy lives separately, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> Love did not keep them together. <laughs> not sure what did, but. I don't think they uh, ministered to uh, couples, young married, Probably as they not. were growing up. Anyway, that was got a, uh, that song, 76? 75. It was the number 75? one song this week. 75? Can we call it 76? I get another point, yeah, right? Sure, why not? Yeah. 
one of these days we'll light up all these points and they'll actually mean something, right? What am I going to awesome. do with all these points? So I don't know. We are waiting for a text from our more than a receptionist, Shamso. I, we just got word that they should be here any minute. Any I think minute. they stuck in traffic. So. Uh, Sam Collier and friends uh, stuck in traffic. What in Atlanta? Are in you Atlanta, kidding me? That never me? happens. That never, I know. never, never happens. Uh, let's do this. Let's talk about the Pastors Appreciation Event. That is coming up in October, October the 19th. Why are you so excited about this, Dan, this this amazing event? Because there's <laughs> always a great breakfast involved or lunch, whichever. I'm not sure what it is this year. I would say lunch? brunch, maybe. Brunch. I don't know. Okay, that's a good way to do it. And, of course, uh, A.R. Bernard's going to be there and uh, providing the message. And it's just a great time for pastors to get together and be encouraged. I love I love Ar Bernard. He, he brings a really solid message, and uh, folks are going to love it as well. Pastors mm-hmm. and ministry leaders, faithtalkatlanta.com. Where is it going to be again? At the Crown Plaza Ravinia. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Say that. The I passed the Ravinia just the other day. Uh, took Jake to his uh, neurolog- uh, neurological appointment, mm-hmm. his quarterly one, and it's right there. And I think about your voice every time. The I Crown Plaza <laughs> Ravinia. Or I, if I can make fun of our uh, website for a minute, our website says the Crown Plaza Ravnia instead oh. of the Ravinia. Does it really? Yeah, we, somebody spelled it wrong and it's not been fixed yet. <laughs> you know, they did that on purpose to see <laughs> if somebody would say uh-huh. something about yeah. it. And of course, that uh, would be me. I'm the grammar Nazi. Right and now, you said so. that, and mm-hmm. it's too bad uh, that you won't be on tomorrow's show nah, or well, next week good. or the the week after well today's my friday then <laughs> <laughs> you would love that you would love that did you see now we know that i have this i don't weakness uh sin whatever it mm-hmm. is that i text while i drive at times mm. i stopped for Rick. the longest time but i well, know you were watching videos while you drove as well that was that is very bad that story no <laughs> Oh, goodness. I'm trying to find this story. Uh, they said that, uh, yeah, I was doing, I was actually doing that. Right after the show, what I would do on the way home, if it was a really good show, mm-hmm. I like to go back and watch it uh, because uh, I think I'm very funny. And right. so I want to hear those jokes <laughs> yep. for the second time. Um, but what I would do is put it on my wheel and I would drive like this and watch it. That so, is terrible. Oh I'm goodness. sorry. I hope your insurance company is not listening <laughs> oh right now. Oh, my gosh. I hope the Popo is not listening. Jake oh called the police goodness. the Popo the other he day. Did. I'm like, there's nobody in my house that calls the police the Popo. Where Are you sure Elijah Earth? doesn't? Right. Elijah no, might. Huh? Well, he may. I've never uh-huh. heard him, but I'm like, who taught you that? <laughs> the Popo. That's anyway, funny. so hopefully there's no popo, no police uh, listening. But in uh, uh, in Colorado now, I, I noticed that. Um, let me see if I can find the story. I've got mm. it here somewhere. Mm. We know the pot is legal, right? Right. Right. Well, now evidently, because uh, there is uh, there is the fines. Of course, if they catch you texting, uh, one uh, congressman is saying that it's okay to text if you're sitting at a light. And you're stopped. Right. It should be legal to text. You shouldn't okay. be. You shouldn't be fined. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't think that's law. I think that's where they want this thing to go. Obviously, if you're moving, you shouldn't be texting or facebooking, right. et cetera. What do you think about that? You think it's okay? To, now I do that. I stop at a light. Yeah. And I, I'll I text will. real I, quick. Me too. And then when the guy behind me blows about fifty <laughs> times, you're like, oh, I green guess light. I should go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I. Given yeah. the finger one way to Jesus, that, do you? There you I, go. I move on. No, actually, they do to me usually. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Oh, I think it should be fine to text while you're at a red light. Mm-hmm. That's okay. As long as you're not moving, I think it's fine. Right. Do you text at a? 
at red lights. I do. You mm-hmm. do, and you don't. You, you're sensible. I bet you do not text while you drive. I don't. Yeah, no, I figured no. you you didn't. Yeah, you don't, do you? Um, not unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> right. Tell the truth, but, Dan. <laughs> but I will do it at uh, stoplights, and yeah. inevitably, 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 if, if I need to text at a stoplight, I will get a green light. Otherwise, I oh, yeah. always All hit the red time. lights. Yeah, yeah. It never mm-hmm. fails. Wow, how about that? You we'll want to give this away before Sam uh, comes in? Well, we could do that, sure. Why don't we do that? Look at that book right there. <laughs> do you see that book? If you're listening Just, on the radio, you probably don't. But uh, Revealing the Mysteries of Heaven by Dr. David Jeremiah. We've got some of those books to give away. If you would like to win it, be one of the first couple people to call Shamso. Hopefully she's standing by waiting mm-hmm. for your call right now. 404-995-7300. If she's not getting tea and crumpets for uh, Sam. That's right. Hello. Hello. 404-995-7300 for Revealing the Mysteries of Heaven by Dr. David Jeremiah. Sam Collier with us uh, in just a few he, as he uh, just navigates through uh, through traffic. What you need is uh, some type of SUV with a cow catcher on the front mm. that right. kind of just kind of moves whoever's in front of you to the right. I wish I had one of those And to the left. That would be yeah. really, really cool, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Um, as we are, are waiting, do you guys have a problem with... I have lots of problems. <laughs> right. And that's why Please we've asked uh, Sam Collier on the show today, because he's going to fix Dan. Oh, good. Thank you. What do you. they call it when they bring an expert into like the house? An intervention. Intervention. We've go. got an intervention yeah. going on here. So uh, hopefully that'll help. That's no, funny. I've been, you know, I've heard about people binging for a long, long time, oh, binging yeah. on like on Netflix yeah. or oh, yeah. Hulu mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, I never really had a problem, I, I didn't think. But over the last six months, I've gotten hooked on a couple of uh, on television shows mm-hmm. that yep. are on Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime, and I can't stop because it's right there at my fingertips. Which you, ones are you watching? Well, I'm, I can't tell you. Oh. Because this is a Christian uh, okay. te- uh, radio television <laughs> Keeping it clean. Show. No, it's aren't. Iron Fist. It's a marvel. You and I talked yeah. about Iron oh, Fist. Yeah. Have you okay. seen all those? I have not seen all of them, but I've seen some of them. It's, it is good. It's... Well, we stopped for a while because it was getting a little too violent for mm-hmm. Jake because we'd watch it while we while we ate. Right. So while I work out, because I work out upstairs at our home, mm-hmm. I shut the door and I turn on Iron <laughs> Fist when I saw it. That'll it, get you pumped up, too, because yeah. there's there some good up. fight scenes. Oh, that's pumped good. Up. Yeah. yeah. So I find myself watching one right after the other, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then I get in trouble with with Donna. But do you, are you binging it? Do you binge? I do. Oh yeah. What can you All tell me? Time. What yeah. you binge watch? Um, Bones. Have you guys ever seen Bones? The it old, was on the TV old for. Bones? No, it's a new one. Oh, it's There's a, new a current bone. season on TV right now. Okay. But all the other seasons on uh, Netflix right okay. now. Well, awesome. uh, let's do this. Let's. Uh, oh, she's got the. I didn't know. Shamsel has the code to get in. There's Sam. Come had. on up right over here. Sam. Awesome. Come on in. There you go. I know you didn't get stuck in traffic. We, we thought you forgot about us. It's all good. It's okay. How you doing, man? Good. Good, man. It was crazy. It was a wreck. We oh no! Moore's Mill. Yeah, it was wild. But yeah. We made it. You Sam, made it. We're glad you're here. Yeah, yeah. Sam Collier. Quite a quite a story. We. I don't know if you were listening or not. It's okay if you weren't. Uh, hopefully you weren't watching Facebook Live while you're driving as we like Rick usually like does. I do yeah. that at times. <laughs> we were ducking and dodging. You're not we an undercover policeman, are you? Wow. <laughs> no, I have this surprised. habit of watching Facebook Live while I'm driving. It's yeah, very, yeah. very dangerous. My 14 year old hates that I do that. I mean, he as well he should. He full on gives me the business. So I stopped for a while. You stopped, but then I that's backslid. Okay. So that's why you we backslid? called you in. We called you in here right. today. It's an intervention. intervention. Yeah. Redemption is available. <laughs> <laughs> 
This guy's amazing, Sam Collier. Uh, he's a pastor, communicator, author, and personality. Hey! I love that part of you. Yeah. The personality. Look at that. He dances, too. Look at that. You do weddings, bar mitzvahs. What else do you do? What else do you, is there anything else bar you do? Mitzvah. Graduations. Graduations. <laughs> Quinceañeras, yeah. all kinds What's of good that? stuff. Excuse me? When Hispanic girls turn 15, oh, they have a quinceañera. Okay. Yeah, it's a big wow. party. You yeah. know, this is yeah. an educational isn't show it? here. Isn't it? You learn something new yeah, every day. it's amazing. Sam Collier here. We are so me? delighted to have you. You have wow. an amazing story. I watched your story this morning. I thought I'd seen it live. Now, Mom, my mother's 80. At 10 o'clock, okay. she, she doesn't watch us. She turns it and watches Steve Harvey at 10. Mm-hmm. And then she has to watch our show record it. So today, hopefully, she's watching because you've been on the Steve Harvey Show. You have quite a story where you and your sister Sarah were yeah. looking for your your your, your biological mom. That's right. And yeah. then your yeah. adoptive parents. Yeah. I mean, they killed me as well. I mean, I was crying. My makeup was running. <laughs> yeah. it was His guyliner was everywhere. It was. I terrible. was watching yeah. it upstairs because I usually watch stuff while I'm supposed to be working. Yeah. Right. That is an amazing story. We want to talk about uh, that story sure, for sure. And your podcast. Yes. Yes. Uh, you have yes, a podcast, yes. and yes. I was watching or listening to the one with John Christ. Oh wow. Who Dan? We, loves. Wow. we are dying wow. to get him on the Dan show. Okay. Okay. Well, he's a John friend. He's yeah. flying all over the place. Oh. He's on Winter Jam this year, which I'm not supposed to tell anybody. Why is he so year. Really? Oh, I'm not supposed to say that, okay. but I said it. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Just between us and the radio. <laughs> and the rest so. of Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> why why is, I think he's okay. Yeah. Why is he so huge? I mean, because people kept saying, hey, have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen? And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I better watch it. Right. You know, he's, he's you everywhere. Know, we sat down, and he came by the house when he was in town, and he literally said back in... Like December, he just blew up overnight. One video, mm-hmm. and I think I don't know what, which video. You remember which video it is? My wife. She's was in it here. the one where she's he's driving in the uh, church parking lot looking for a, a parking place, or maybe one That's before that? They, one. they are funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> but he they said he hilarious. just blew up overnight. Mm. I mean, obviously he's been doing comedy for a long time. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. But one video went viral, and in December he said his whole life changed. Mm. Wow, isn't that and amazing? Now he's everywhere. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? And uh, at least, at least to me, because I'm older, right. <laughs> how that social media, oh yeah, and a been... video or a podcast or something, and you can go bam mm-hmm. what overnight. Was it? Somebody had uh, somebody that was. Uh, they showed me a video, and the person had six million views almost overnight. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just unbelievable. You, sometimes you can't plan that. The viral nature of it. It's amazing. It is. Well, let's talk about your story. We've got a hard break <laughs> that we've got to go into. You're such sure. a delight. Thank you for being no, a part of the honor. show this morning. Sam Collier here. We'll find out about his story, his podcast, and his nonprofit and more. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. Your personal oasis on a troubled radio dial. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Loving it. It is uh, the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy Throwback Thursday. Name that tune. Classic Fleetwood Mac. And uh, it's called uh, Dreams. Uh, Let me see. I'm going to say 1976, 75. 77. Number one song this week. Like I said, 77, 1977. He tries to stump the old guy here with classic Throwback Thursday day tunes. I still haven't. I've won a few times and I have nothing to show for it. 
You know, I take you out to lunch every once in a while. Oh, so. okay. Well, say that when okay, we well, have company, company takes you here out in the to, studio. To the That's what you do when company shows up, right? That's we right. always talk about the good things that we do. <laughs> this guy, amazing, right? Yeah. Sam Collier. You met Sam at uh, Saving Susan Ministries, and he right. was doing what was he? What were you doing at the? You're, You're telling speaking. your story. Like the telling speaker, the story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, trying to champion adoption. Yeah, um, in third world countries and here. Yeah, I mean it was incredible. We love yeah. those guys, Tracy yeah. and Jay. Aren't shout you? out to Tracy right yeah. now. Is yeah. she amazing? Shout out. Yes. Well, she was on the show what last week? Yeah, yeah. She's a sweet lady. Yes, yeah. She, she she really is. And you have quite a story. Now here wow. we go. Let me see. I don't have it. Do I have it written down? Let's see. Yeah, you're a pastor, communicator, author, personality, a husband, father. Are you a father? I am. You are. You're a father. You're, yes. Yeah. I'm wow. a step what else? What else would you like to put bonus in that? Dad. That, no, that's still adoption least. dad. Yeah. <laughs> you're a dad. Lord, you I'm need a dad. Yeah. You're you my first right Father's now. Day. <laughs> this past, so I do. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. We uh, found out about you through, or Dan, you know, of course, uh, was a part. He was the MC there at yeah. uh, Saving Susan. And then we watched the, like I said, I think I saw your story live on Steve Harvey. Yeah. But I went back and watched the recording of it with wow. you and your sister, Sarah. And, I mean, who hasn't come up to you and said, oh, my God, I was, it was, I was crying. It was yeah. moving. Yeah. Uh, we have, let's play the open real quick. Steve just said a couple of things about you guys, and then we'll pick up the story. Wow. Uh, my next guests are twins with an absolutely incredible story. Uh, they were given up for adoption at birth, and today they're asking everyone at home for help finding their biological mother. Please welcome Sarah and her twin brother, Sam. Welcome. Yeah. Awesome. So you were looking for your biological mother. Now, your adoptive parents were amazing, and that's what you guys said. So yeah. it wasn't out of uh, angst or anger or, yeah. you know, you just had to settle something. But what, what, let's, let's begin at that, that story. At what point did you want to find your, your adoptive mother? And, and why, why do you, I mean, your biological mother, and why, why do you have an adoptive or a biological mother and adoptive parents. What's the story? Yeah, you know, just before I get into that, I have to say, um, you guys are producing this show, okay? <laughs> Y'all had that open. That was clean. I just want to say that right now. I couldn't get past it. We had That was incredible. We're not just pretty faces <laughs> here, okay? This isn't your first rodeo. We're not pretty okay? faces <laughs> Come on, right in there. Go right in there. Um, yeah, that was incredible. Uh, you know, it was actually my dad's idea, my adopted dad, mm-hmm. to... Um, go on the show. It was his idea. I mean, I feel like our entire lives, he has been leading us to the next chapter. Hmm. He's like, it's time to do this. All right, it's time to do this. It's, it's time to do this. And I think they created such an oasis for us, you know, um, as children that he had to transition us to the next piece hmm. because we would kind of follow him. He was a pastor for some years hmm. um, and he's just incredible. I mean, the story starts, you know, our mother's 21 when she has me and my twin sister. She has three other kids, so it's five kids age 21, mm. poverty, welfare. Mm-hmm. Dad was on crack. He left the picture. Um, and so here she is in the waiting room or in the, I guess, the hospital trying to figure out what to do about these two kids that she has. And she doesn't have enough money to take care of the three she already has. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you talk to her now, she says, you know, she prayed. You know, she was asking God, you know, what to do. Mm-hmm. And something led her to send us up the river in a sense, the Moses story yeah, and hopes that, you know, it will work out for us because, you know, do we raise them in poverty or do we try to give them a better chance at life? Now who knows what's going to happen. Right. And two months later we get adopted by an incredible couple who had just met maybe two years prior. My dad, my adopted dad, he um, 
had was ending his second marriage mm-hmm. and he was in the laundromat on a Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. And <laughs> my mother was ending her first marriage in the laundromat on a Sunday afternoon at oh, 3 wow. p.m. Wow. And she was actually married at the time uh, to a Black Panther. And if you know anything about the mm. Black Panther Party, you know, at the time they were considered communists. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. extremely aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and because he was aggressive, he, uh, you know, he just abused her and mm. it had gotten so bad. And I'll share this. I'm n- now more comfortable with sharing this piece of the story. Um, and she's more comfortable with it. it, it, it he was so abusive. He had just hit her in the head with a hammer. Oh, mm. gracious. And so it was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. And so she's like, I need an alibi because she's getting ready to go do something. You know, right. she's got, I got to get out of this marriage by any means necessary. I'm going to the laundromat mm-hmm. 3 PM. My dad, um, his first marriage, uh, he wasn't able to be a part of his son's life. So mm-hmm. my, my brother right now, Otis, uh, he has HIV and AIDS. He mm-hmm. was, and I mean, it just kind of the story of what happens when you don't have a father in right. the home, the mom didn't really let him be there. My other brother was in the prison system for a while and, get, and he, he just got out maybe, maybe three or four years ago, mm. but is now saved. And my other brother That's saved. Awesome. Yes. Wow. And so my, but my dad was in laundromat and he's like, you know, the second marriage didn't work out. <laughs> the first marriage didn't work out. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and yeah. they meet that day as my mom is getting ready to go do something crazy and they never look back. Mm-hmm. And so they end up going through their divorces. They get saved and then they get married. And they say, you know, this is our opportunity to live a better life. We've done it our way long enough. God, you kind of lead us where you want us to go. Mm-hmm. And through that journey, realized my mom couldn't have kids, but she always wanted to have kids. And so she's like, why don't we go adopt? And my dad says, well, if we adopt, I want to make sure that we get them from birth because I don't want anyone else coming along mm-hmm. and saying I wasn't there. Yeah, from the, right. This is my opportunity right, right. to do it. And so they leave D.C., Washington, D.C. is where we're, and they come down to Atlanta. Walk into the adoption agency, look over into our crib about two months after we had been given up. And the lady who's at the adoption agency, who's running it, she says, you know, wait, what are you doing? And they're like, well, we think we think we want them. We want them. Uh-huh. And the lady says, no, you don't want them because you see where they come from. They're probably not going to be much. Wow. Oh, Crack no cocaine, way. poverty. Dad was here. And on the adoption papers, it says that they trace my mother's steps back to a prostitution house. Mm. And so she's going, we know this is your opportunity to do it right, but this is probably not going to be the best investment for you Wow! moving forward. So you may want to consider hmm. and, you know, they they kind of have a little private meeting. They step away, walk outside for, for a moment, come back in. You know, they pray. Mm-hmm. They said, no, it's something about them. We don't know what it is. Maybe <laughs> it's God, but we want to take them home. Wow. And they took us home December. Wow. So I think that was a roughly around July, but they took us home in December, um, a couple of days before Christmas. And actually, Channel 2 News came out to the house. It was crazy. And it was wow. like a headline that read, you know, um, twins have been rescued, Christmas miracle. It was crazy. Really? It was crazy. And we still have the footage. My dad is always, because I tell the story now, he's like, you need to show that footage. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's where the real story is. You know? Forget you, Steve Harvey. Right, forget that. You need to show that footage. <laughs> <laughs> the news has been on us forever. Oh, okay, Dad. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you every time. He's like, you need to get that. You know? I'm like, Dad, that's VHS. That's going to be a little difficult. <laughs> And so uh, it was while the whole family was at the house, my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family. And they're like, look, you're with us now. You're blood. Da, da, da. You know, we're going to take care of you. And that just be- kind of began our journey yeah. 
you know, into our childhood. We get raised down on um, the streets of Auburn Avenue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, historic Auburn, where right. the Civil Rights Movement took place right, right across right. the street from the King Center. Uh-huh. My dad has a barbershop, or had a barbershop. He still has it, but he's, I mean, he's 81 now. Mm-hmm. Um, but ha- has, he's had one of the oldest and has one of the oldest businesses on Auburn wow. right now. Um, and so we just grew up going up and down the streets and he would bring homeless people to the house. You know, if you've been on Auburn, yeah, yeah. a ton of homeless people, right, mm-hmm. right. he would bring homeless people out to the house. Um, and we, you know, age seven, age eight, we walk outside and like, what are these homeless people? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, take them some more. And he's from the country. So you're going to hear a little bit. So he's loud. He's aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, boy, just take them some more. Don't worry about why they're in the yard. <laughs> You need to get out in the yard. You lucky you don't need to be out. Okay, Dad, just take him some water. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I tell people we didn't realize what he was doing until later on because he was building character in us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even though we had come from poverty, he wanted, you know, wanted it to be in our backyard. Right. Yeah. So we could see wow. what it looked like and be grateful. And I got to tell you, I mean, it was, it was, it, it built a lot of character in us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my mother, just a little bit about her, she, uh, and just kind of telling kind of the raising story in a sense. She worked corporate FedEx and left the corporate sector to be a secretary in the school system because her thing was, you know, I want to make sure that they have every opportunity that every other kid has. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to quit my job just to be on the front lines in the school system to help guide them through their academic career. Because where we lived, even though we were out of poverty, I wouldn't say we were rich. You know, we we weren't Mm -hmm. rich, but we didn't have, you know, we weren't poor. We were right, you know, kind of middle class right. right in there. And so the school that we were supposed to go to, I mean, it was one of the lowest schools in the county. And da, da. so she's like, Look, we got to try to navigate this thing yeah, yeah. a certain way. And so she did and kind of put my notice. My sister had some academics, you know, on her and was really smart and not saying I wasn't smart, but she just, you know, it is what it is. And so, yeah. <laughs> and she's like an engineer or something. Isn't yeah. She? So she got all A's from kindergarten to yeah. 12th grade yeah dual scholarship to Spelman Georgia yeah, Tech yeah, yeah and is yeah. now an one of those students engineer. that I was always yeah. like man yeah. I wish I could have right. <laughs> <laughs> she's interviewing with Deloitte right now she, oh I shouldn't say that but she's she's at, <laughs> <laughs> she's at another organization if Deloitte if you're listening <laughs> call in we'll put you in touch <laughs> Sam Collier telling uh, his story and what a story it is let's go ahead and take a break and we'll pick up. We want to talk about the uh, the, the reconnection, if you yeah, will. Sure. Want to get into your nonprofit real quick. Sure. And we're running out of time, so you have to you have to raise your right back. hand. And say I will come back. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> We've got to have you back. What a story! We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Faster than a speeding blooper. Hey. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe <laughs> on Faith Talk Atlanta. Sam Collier, I'm not sure how to take that. He looked back at our banner and said, you know, you guys looked great in that picture. <laughs> What's he saying? I didn't know this guy was a comedian. Amazing what Photoshop can do, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> Love it. Sam Collier on the show. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Throwback Thursday to you. I don't know if you've heard or not. Evidently, you haven't heard this because you're on the show. Dan and I are in the sweet spot of our mediocre radio career. Mm-hmm, yeah. So uh, you know, the better days yeah. have been behind. Us. So anyway, we no, brought you, you in so that here. you could uh, spike the uh, ratings. It's good to have you. You're qu- you have quite a story. We'll pick up in just a second. Coming up tomorrow, we'll talk with Max McLean. Max is doing a performance at Georgia Tech. And what's that thing called, that performance? The first It's a center. C.S. Lewis thing, right? Oh, oh yeah. It's called The uh, the, Relu- the Most Reluctant Convert. Yeah. It's about C.S. Lewis and how he became a Christian. And I, Great, great story. Yeah. he's gonna. We're going to interview him, or we actually did. It's a mm-hmm. pre-recorded interview. We'll play that back. We're going to talk to Mark Dunn 
of America's Benefit LLC. And you, uh, the other day I was on assignment, mm-hmm. you actually interviewed a guy with a ministry. What was his name? It's, uh, Arab Vision is the ministry, and his name, he's the CEO. He's, his name is Chedit Brill. Or Garrett, if you're American, it's okay. Headed Brill. Yeah, way yeah. to go! That's you did that very well. Yeah, well, he he told me how to say it, and I kept practicing. Oh, uh, okay, so, yeah, awesome. Headed, yeah. So that's tomorrow's show, and we'll have church chat in the first segment with Tiana Bojino. So look out oh, for wow. that. Meanwhile, Sam Collier here. He is a pastor, communicator, author, personality, husband, and father. And the list goes on. So you were on Steve Harvey. We pick up the show. Your dad was instrumental. Uh, your yeah. your adoptive mom and dad raised you guys right. Your mom mm-hmm. was so well spoken yeah. on that show. Yeah, and they gave her a little time to speak. Yeah, and she stood up. And she spoke so eloquently. It was wow. Yeah. And, and and you can see how that she promoted you guys with your education, your sister yeah. going to Spel- Spelman, et cetera. So uh, let's pick up where you're on Steve Harvey and you meet. You didn't know that they had found your adoptive, yeah. your, your biological mom, right? Yeah. So, you know, kind of after my, you know, my sister goes to college, I do my thing, ministry school, nonprofit, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe about six years later, um, I'm 25 and we're at my dad's house and dad and mom. And again, he's from the country. So I want to warn you. And, <laughs> you know, we have a tradition at our house called, called you know, NFL football. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah as well, you and, should. And it's, it's Sundays. You don't talk. <laughs> That's the rule. You don't talk. Yeah. And we're, we're on the couch and we're, you know, we're following the rule. I mean, this is going on for years. You sit, every, you know, me, my mom, my sister, my dad. And he just yells one day, you know, because in his country voice, and he says, you know what you need to do? And we said, what? <laughs> he said, you need to go find your parents. And we said, Dad, what are you talking about? He said, well, you could grow up one day and marry your cousin. <laughs> and we said, what? He said, no, you don't want I don't. You don't want to marry your cousin? I said, no, Dad, I don't want to marry my cousin. He said, well, you need to go find them. And he was serious. <laughs> and then... Uh. He, said, he says, and another thing, we said, well, you need to go on the Steve Harvey show to do it. And we said, Dad, okay. <laughs> I said, Dad, do you know Steve Harvey? And he says, that ain't the point, boy. <laughs> the point is he's going to help you find them. You need to write it. So I just got up and left because oh, I said, he's, you know, he's lost his mind. Right, this right. is crazy. <laughs> so two weeks later, I found out, you know, he convinces my sister to write into the show. We think nothing of it. Oprah's not going to write, you know, write us back. Right, Steve yeah. Harvey's, you know. Right. And my sister says, I just did it because he kept yelling. Yeah. And so a year goes <laughs> to by. To appease your dad. Right, to okay. appease my dad. Yeah. A year goes by, my phone rings at 3 p.m., ironically, on a Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, my sister, and she's mad. And she's like, the Steve Harvey show just called me. They're going to call you by and hangs up the phone. <laughs> I said, what in the world? Next, you know, my phone rings. It's the Steve Harvey show. Hey, this is Dorothy from the Steve Harvey show. We, you know, I just got hired this week. I used to work at Jerry Springer. We said, okay, that's a little bit too much information. <laughs> Didn't need to know Dorothy, about that. Why, why do we need to know? You would have married your cousin <laughs> right. if you would have been on the Springer show. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so she says, you know, it's her first week on the job. They gave her 100 stories on her desk, and our story was the first story. She said, wow. we think we can help you find your parents, we're going to hire a detective and da 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 Wow, wow, wow. And so they call us back and they're like, hey, you know, we haven't been able to find anybody. We want to bring you up to do the show, you know, just to make a plea on national television yeah, that yeah. maybe they'll show up. Yeah. So we fly up, we get on the show. You know, they make you run lines. If you ever, you know, they make, they give you lines and you go through the lines. We went through the lines about 10 times. Wow. 
and you know here's what you say when Steve says this and they want to make sure it's kind of in your voice and, yeah, yeah. and so they go to a break they come back hey we're getting ready to make the plea now and, uh, and so when Steve comes out of the break he says hey you know we're here with two twins who have incredible stories now I know we told you that we didn't find your biological mother but we actually did she's here Eleanor come out right now and our mother walks out on national television and then he says, not only did we find her, but your three brothers and sisters are here, too. Mm-hmm. And then they that all was just out. as moving uh, was, watching that mm-hmm. watching that show. It was wild. And, you know, I tell everybody, if you look at the, you know, the episode, you just Google Sam Collier, Steve Harvey or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you watch it. We just kind of sit there frozen. Right. Yeah. We don't really get up. We don't move. We don't smile. We're not mad. We're just like, <laughs> yeah. you're in, shock. in a state of Speechless. shock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's happening is, is there's at least a hundred different emotions going on. In. I imagine. Maybe you don't have a hundred emotions, but you get the point. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's so many emotions. You don't know which one to grab. Am I happy? Am I sad? Am I mad at Steve? Right, mm-hmm. right. You know, how do I react to this? You know, I, if, we were to, if we were to get a little deep, you know, within adoption, there's something that happens. I don't know if it's God designed, but there's something that happens that when, when a mother or a father enter, enters into your life, whether they're your blood or not, they fill the father and mother space. Mm -hmm. And so those spaces were full in us already. So when we meet our biological mother, it's like, well, now do I remove my mother from the space Mm -hmm. that she's already in? Do I need to develop a new space? Mm. And all of that is happening at one time because, because we had a great childhood. We never had a moment where we thought, well, I didn't, or really my sister either. Okay. What are, you know, we want to meet our mother. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so, God tells me to snap out of it, and I, you know, and he's like, "Hey, we'll deal with this later." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now, you're on national television. <laughs> no oh, pressure. Oh, okay, <laughs> and you need to, you know, move, and you need to be Christ to her, and you need to. And so I get up, I give her a hug. My sister's bawling, and I'm just saying, "Are you okay?" And she just, you know, she says, "You know, I'm just glad to be here. We've been looking for you, da, 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 you know." And, yeah. And so I just tried to show her love, mm. and you know, on the show. Steve's like, you know, how are you feeling? And, you know, I, I just say, hey, you know, my emotions may may, may want me to feel one way, mm-hmm. but my spirit is saying you need to be grateful for everything mm-hmm. you've been through. Yeah. Right. And God, you know, God, you know, I've, I've saved you. And so be grateful and be excited about what's happening because mm-hmm. it could have went another way, but it didn't. Right. Yeah. I stepped in and moved in another way. So now that I've given you so much grace and so much love and so you know so much opportunity it's your now it's your time to pay it back mm. and so i think that's the season we're in now yeah that's awesome sam collier he's telling uh, his story folks can see that story yeah. uh on was it vimeo is vimeo it? Yeah. vimeo you can see it on vimeo, vimeo. Yeah. i watched that this morning and they yeah. can check out your website it's called mm-hmm. what greaterstory.org yep a greaterstory.org real quick we have less than 2 minutes uh talk about your now folks can listen to your podcast yeah they can. You have your own radio show. Yeah, uh, we want to promote you there. And you've sure. got a nonprofit. Which one of those would you like to talk about <laughs> in the last, or all three, real quick? Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the radio show. Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, yeah. the podcast, yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. The the podcast was kind of a spinoff of kind of the campaign. We first told this story at North Point, which is kind of how it how we kind of met all of us. Mm-hmm. Jeff Henderson over at Gwinnett yeah, yeah. Church, yeah. great guy. You know, he we sat down and he said, "Look, you got to figure out how to tell your story in a more of a." Between the thirty-minute, forty-minute kind of 
way. Yeah, yeah. He came up with a tagline called when your story connects to God's story, it leads to a greater story. Mm. And it was a like series that. that they were. That in. was brilliant. I yes. thought you came up with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I did was I just kept it <laughs> because they started doing other series at North Point about stories, but nobody kept the bottom line. I said, no, no, that's going to be my bottom line. We're going to yeah. take it. I said, Jeff, mm-hmm. let's partner. Let's do something a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, from that just kind of mirrored our story to it and then reshaped my radio show or podcast to be after a greater story. Wow. And so now we interview people like John Chris, Montel Jordan about their greater story. Yeah, right? yeah. The one that they're living in and how they got there in hopes that the people that are listening in will be able to get some keys to live in their greater story. I mm. listened to uh, just the one, the John Christ one. I didn't have time to listen to the other ones. It is unbelievable. Well, well mm. done. Uh, mm. we got to have you back. If sure. we have to chase you no. and find you because you're everywhere, <laughs> we're going to get you. And we'd love to have his dad on the show. Yeah. Oh, so yeah great. Right. House, do you think we could pick him up? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Collier, again, the website real quick. Agreatestory.org. Great, uh, great show today. Uh, check it uh, on Facebook Live and a great one tomorrow. We'll see you. Have a great Thursday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll see you.